Hello, welcome back to the Life from Nurse podcast. Hope you are doing well today. I wanted to talk about something that was in the news recently. I think it was actually on Bloomberg News as well, but a lot of watch um, enthusiasts have covered this as well. It was on Instagram pretty heavily, and that is NFT watches. Uh, this is sort of a, a byproduct of this whole um, cryptocurrency blockchain technology movement that's happened over the, over the last you know X years. And what I find really interesting about it is it's sort of building on the idea that that there might be a place for watches in this network. So I think what's become very, very popular um, or has sort of been covered heavily within the last um, last ever so often is um, NFT watches that are being sold. Um, if you don't know, an NFT is a non-fungible token. It's basically, a, in my opinion, it's a it's a it's a token that some artist has created and <clears throat> you know has made um, available on this sort of digital platform where you, that you can purchase it on and um, they're basically virtual watches that people are um, that are that are buying and what's really interesting um, is uh, th there are a lot of watches that are being produced not only ones that are um, that are sort of uh, creative from from the artist's perspective, but also sort of spoof watches that look very similar to some of the watches that are that are sold um, today. Uh, there, are, there's uh, you know spoof watches like that are named like the Rodex Daytona and stuff like that. Um, and it's essentially a um, <clears throat> a, 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 um, uh, a JPEG or a, a GIF that is sold by these artists. And this has become a, a pretty important um, sort of part of, I think, for artists, a, a pretty important place where people can, um, where an artist can have some sort of um, outlet to sell, his, you know, the, the the great art that they're that they're um, they're producing. Um, and so, what's really insane is a lot of these watches are going for thousands and thousands of of U.S. dollars, uh, which is pretty incredible. Obviously, it's in a, it's in a cryptocurrency. Uh, instead of you know a US dollar form but it's it's um, but they're selling for um, a really large amount of money which is kind of kind of insane to think that you're buying basically a picture or a, um, or, or, or a gif of, of one of these um, one of these uh, one of these um, virtual watches um, there's a really interesting article on Hodinkee where they sort of talk about um, an individual who's really into watches and created these and he was explaining that you know when he you know his first he first set um, he first when he first set prices it was something like 0.1 ethereum um, and you know ranging from 0.1 to, to, to 1 ethereum which is kind of insane to think um, and you know the, the article explains that he um, he sold 68 digital watches at around 700 US dollars each, obviously in, in Ethereum, um, which is pretty incredible um, to, to think that that you can actually make um, some decent money through the enthusiasm of watches. And I think that I think that's really cool because then it kind of gets people behind the the whole concept of of these NFTs. One of the things that I wanted to discuss, though, kind of off of this is this is all using cryptocurrencies and really drives back to blockchain te technology. And one thing that I've always, I've been thinking about more and more is how this should be used by um, by uh, 
watch enthusiasts and watch companies. I've had I had a pretty interesting conversation with someone, um, close friend of mine who's who's um, pretty into uh, all this all this type of thing, NFTs, um, cryptocurrencies, and blockchain technology. And you know, he he obviously tagged me in a lot of these thing these uh, this NFT related um, watch content. And you know, I was explaining that. <coughs> That uh, you know, there are some companies who are using the technology for for um, for guarantees and authenticity, and um, you know, he reminded me that there are in a lot there are a lot of countries where fakes have become so well uh, made and so well designed that it's almost impossible to even find it. And you know, you can fake certificates of authenticity very very easily, even more now. And it's kind of kind of got me uh, in a way a little afraid of, of um, especially the vintage watch market, but modern watch market as well, where, you know, there are probably people out there who are purchasing watches and, um, and uh, you know, they're purchasing watches and finding, um, finding out they're not real, but every sign that, um, that they looked for when they were, you know, looking to purchase this watch pointed to the fact that it was authentic, you know had everything correct in, in the, the way that it was designed and the way that the movement looked. The certificates looked completely perfect. Box, boxes and papers were, were completely perfect. So, you know, I think there are a lot of people who are especially now getting burned by, by buying for fake uh, watches. Um, back in 2019, I, I wrote an article about Vacheron Constantin and how they were going to be using blockchain technology going forward. Um, to essentially um, support the selling of their vintage watches. Uh, they wanted to use a blockchain technology to allow collectors to get digital certificates of authenticity, but also track the necessary information that a vintage watch collector would be interested in, like the date of production, movement type, the movement number, uh, year of purchase, and the watch serial number. Um, it also can track um, you know, how many owners the watches had, things like that. And I think that was a pretty interesting move by Vacheron Constantin to try and um, take on some of the technology that is being basically uh, disrupting and, and innovating the, this, you know, certainly the world and then hopefully the sort of the watch market. And I thought that was a really interesting move by them to, 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 to go ahead and sort of adopt something that, that would allow for um, them to have or basically protect their their customers and, and ensure that they have the right information about their watches and do it in a way that really is looking sort of forward to the future. And I think that was a really cool move by, by Vacheron Constantin. What I don't envision though is for brands to actually release watches in NFT version, purely in NFT version. What I can see is a brand saying, hey, I'm gonna produce this watch. It's gonna be a unique piece I'm going to have all the necessary information that I'm that like digital um, certificates of authenticity, et cetera, et cetera, on the blockchain. And with this watch, you're going to get an NFT that comes with it. I can totally see them doing something like that. Um, and I think that would really uh, sort of move them forward into um, into moving with with the times and, and, and producing an NFT watch that I think might be um, scarce to find from a from a very big brand. I mean, imagine if Rolex released a Rolex Submariner NFT. I think that would be kind of insane. Um, 
the only thing with these is I think, you know, NFTs, the, the, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't, I am not the most well-versed person when it comes to NFTs and I'd have no information about what the market for NFTs is going to do. But one of the things I always think about is like, sure, these are very important. Um, these, these are essentially, this is essentially digital art that um, an artist decided to create. And um, if it's good and someone likes it and there's demand for it, someone's going to buy it. If it comes from a brand like Rolex, I think something that one will have to consider is the scarcity aspect of the NFTs or the piece of art that this individual is going to end up getting. R Rolex makes millions of watches every year and it might not be as scarce. And so the price of one of those NFTs might be just a little bit different. But, you know, again, these are just some, some preliminary thoughts I had about it. What I thought was really interesting is, you know, the, the NFTs that I've seen are sort of spoofs on existing creations or um, their own, des you know, an artist's own design of what they think a watch would could look like. <clears throat> and um, it hasn't really taken into consideration a brand saying, I'm going to adopt this technology and release something that's, that is true to my brand. And if you had a brand like Vashkhov Constantin come through and say, I'm going to release an NFT, I think you would have widespread adoption of of something like this um, and real interest by by watch collectors, not just watch collectors, but also NFT um, in the collectors as well. That would, um, I think, be be quite interesting to uh, to experience. But, you know, all in due time, I think there's more to come on this. I'll put a link to the Hodinki article as well as our article um, about uh, Vashkun Konstantin using blockchain in the in the show notes of this podcast, so you can check those out. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, so definitely hit me up on Instagram or on our website. Love to to hear your thoughts um, about that. If you are new to Life from the Wrist, the Life from the Wrist podcast, be sure to follow us so you're the first person notified when we upload a podcast. I'd also love. Um, if you checked out our website, our YouTube channel, and our social medias, if you want some more watch content from me. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and until next time.